Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on TMI Sharu, where there's never too much information. And today, for my special guest, what can I talk? How how can I even start this with him? I don't know. Um, so I've known this individual for about like what ten years now, probably, probably. about ten years, and we just met literally not like two years ago yeah not that back long in ago. 2019 can you believe that um he is honestly a breath of fresh air he's super amazing um he inspires me to do better and he's an amazing person You're too sweet. so without further ado let me introduce you to my sweet 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 friend hello steven <laughs> i didn't introduce you yet <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> hi steven how are you feeling we're past, today we're passing introductions i'm all right i'm all right <laughs> so uh, today i wanted to talk to you about um how do i even start this so getting to know you right uh-huh i realized that we growing up we mostly had like the same values and sure and um morals right growing up and growing up i was that well not i was because i still am i am a catholic uh-huh and I know you growing up, you're, you're, a Christian. you're a Christian, correct? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your, I guess, your faith and how it all started uh, with your belief. Sure. You know, well, uh, as far as I can remember, <clears throat> uh, I was always involved in church. I was born and raised in church. Mm-hmm. Um, in Jersey City or uh, in Jersey City, in I've, Jersey only, City. I've only been to, in that one church that I'm that I'm currently at now uh, okay. for the 32 years of, of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad uh, is a youth pastor, and he's also the choir leader in that church. Wow! And, yeah, um, I play the piano, the piano. for the choir. And I still have yet to visit. You're you. invited. Uh... Any, anybody's invited. The doors are always open. Yes. My brother plays the drums for mm-hmm. church, and he's involved with the men. And I'm involved with the youth and giving them Bible uh, classes and Bible studies on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I would say I've been heavily involved with the church for for all my life, basically mm-hmm. for all my life. Yeah. Yeah. And so until now, would you say like there are times where you kind of lost your way? Because I feel like I'm in that phase in my life uh, now. In a sense, when I was a little younger, sometimes mm-hmm. I would think that maybe I don't appreciate God as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Because I was born and raised in church, so I always had it right in front of me. Right. So it's like you took it for granted in Sometimes. A sense. Yeah. Because when you come from the outside in... Um, and then you see a big transformation in your life. Mm-hmm. You appreciate a little more what the Lord has done for you because you aren't who you used to be. Amen. When you're born and raised in church already, it's not that you're not mm-hmm. perfect, but since you kind of know everything and you're kind of born um, mm-hmm. with the studies, you kind of grow up and there's not that there's not much to learn, but you didn't really come with the struggle, if that right. makes sense. But growing up, did you ever want to rebel or was it a uh, part of you where you were like, no, like I want to well, actually live my life without. It, I don't know if I would call it rebel because <clears throat> my parents were never strict as maybe some other uh, kids' parents were, mm-hmm. especially at the real uh, Catholic ones right, right, or the right. real strict Christian ones. Mm-hmm. So I know that my parents always gave me a choice. I was never forced to go to church. I was never forced to believe in God. Mm-hmm. This is all something that I all decided to do as I got older. Right. So I do appreciate that. I was able able to live my life and do some things that I wasn't proud of but I was able to, mm. to live and be a teenager I, you know I wasn't forced to be there 24-7 if I didn't want to be mm. was so. there a pinnacle in your life where you've made huge huge mistakes things that you, uh, you have done I would say, and you're I would say in my high school years mm-hmm. I would say uh, probably freshman sophomore junior year I started doing things that I know that I shouldn't have done mm-hmm. that I felt bad about afterwards uh, I'm not sure if that was 
I mean, I'm guessing it was a learning phase in my life that I needed to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back, I didn't have to do those things to learn what I know now. No, now, right. Because I could have just learned that from other people's actions. Right. But I guess as human, we still want to do those things. You know what I mean? What, and, what, and, what are those things? Well, you know. Just... <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> well, Please I, do tell. Well, you know, um, losing your virginity at a young age. What's a young age? Like and, 10? Uh, no, not 10. <laughs> 12? No, not 10. I don't know if, it's a judgment-free zone, okay? No, I know that. I would say uh, 15, maybe. 14. Okay, I was 16. So we 14, were kinda, 15, okay. if I'm not mistaken. But mm-hmm. I knew at the time that what I was doing was wrong. And I yes. didn't feel right about it, but I still went mm. against my own will. So that mm. didn't make it any better. In fact, if anything, that made it worse. Right. Did you and your parents have that birds and the bees talk? No, we actually never had that conversation now that I think about it. And I talk to them about that now, now that I'm older. That's so funny. <laughs> it's like now you guys talk well, about it, well, right? Well, because I've always been an open book with them. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm not a child. I don't have to hold, I don't have to lie or hold things back from them. Right. So, um, but I told them, like, I don't ever remember really having that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. But I always knew that growing up in church... Having sex without being married to that person. It was a sin. sin. Right. And it's very wrong. Right. Um, and then people start judging you, especially if you're in a, in a church community, right? They yeah, look at for you sure. differently. I mean, I never felt judged. Uh, I thank God that I never felt judged. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and to be honest, nobody knew my personal life or what I was really doing anyway. Right. It's it not like you were plastering no, all so it over like social media. No, it wasn't like idea. Right. But I knew, and I knew that God knew, and that was mm. more than enough uh, for me. Mm-hmm. So I would say that after that transition, I probably when I was a freshman, uh, mm-hmm. a sophomore, I was dating a girl at the time that I thought I was in love with, but well, I was she, young. She was Filipino, right? Was uh, it no, that one? no, she was Spanish. She, she was Spanish. Oh, that was a different girl. I Sorry, can't keep up. That was a different girl. No, <laughs> can't, can't keep up. <laughs> no, I, dated a, I dated a Filipino girl after her. Oh, okay, uh, so this is after That relationship her. was much better, and I was older. Mm. But uh, I would say that was one of my more serious relationships with the girl that I lost my virginity to. Wait, the, you and, lost uh, your virginity to the Spanish one? With or the a Filipino? Spanish girl that I was dating at the time. And would you say that being religious plays a huge part in your relationship was the spanish girl you know a christian uh, or was the filipino girl a christian to be honest i don't really remember i don't i don't know whether she had a position or not with the lord i wasn't mm-hmm. really thinking about that at the time anyway so it wasn't like i was asking those questions before i would date somebody or okay see them. so it wasn't in like hindsight, i i i should i should have because so you I, wanted it to be aligned in a sense like it would be nice not necessarily because i wasn't thinking with that thought process i guess i was just young and i just wanted to have fun right um mm-hmm. but i still knew that what i was doing was wrong like you felt guilty i felt very guilty mm-hmm. because i knew that it was wrong and knew that it wasn't gonna lead me anywhere right and then um i would say probably i don't know the exact age but Probably by the time I was a senior or a junior, by the time like I was going to graduate, mm-hmm. I just realized that I needed to make a transition of my life because I felt like I wanted to get my relationship with the Lord a lot more closer and a lot more seriously Aww. because I wasn't a child anymore. Yeah, you honestly then, inspire uh, me. Every time we talk, but, you, I was like, you've put me in the is, right path. But the thing is, You're is my moral compass. <laughs> I feel like God has, God has, a. Uh, God has saved me from myself mm, mm-hmm. because God knows with the mistakes that I have done, I could have been in a lot worse uh, situation mm-hmm. like other people uh, mm. were or are right now at this moment. So I feel like because God saved me from a lot of heartache and trouble, no. um, I can't take that for granted. I so agree. I always try to make it a point moving forward at that age to be different, to be an example, um, yeah. to practice what I preach, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's like... And you're doing a... You did a great job. You did a great, sweetie. Now that I now that I look back, mm-hmm. you know, I always tell people who I was back then isn't who I am now, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm and I'm proud of that. 
I'm proud of that. With because, that growth that well, you've seen. Well, because it shows growth. You can't, you right. can't uh, be a high school student forever. Mm. And you and, can't have that mentality, No, you right? can't have that, that child mentality because mm-hmm. after that goes away and that's done and all the fun with the women and all those things, mm. what do you have to show for it at the end of the day? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. You're still empty. You're still trying to fill yourself mm-hmm. with a void. And and some people, they'll turn to drugs or they'll turn mm-hmm. to more sex because they're just they're trying to fill that void. They're trying Alcohol. to fill that void. Alcohol. Whatever it may be that is their vice, right? Right. But at the end of the day, I always found that despite all those things... I was still empty inside. So you were doing all of that while still going to church? Well, no, I never really... Like in <laughs> high school, really, I never really cared about drinking, and I never really drank like that or got drunk mm-hmm. or went to parties or cared. But just in general, I knew that the things that I was doing didn't align with God's will. Mm-hmm. So you were telling me you would do all these things in high school and you would just preach to the Lord the next when, day? When I preached to the Lord, <laughs> um, you know, I would ask for forgiveness and then go on about okay. my day yeah. as, as if... As if what I doing, as if what was I was doing was not that big of a deal, even though it was. Mm. But when you're mm-hmm. young, that's your thought process that there aren't right. going to be any uh, consequences to your actions. You know, yeah. that I everything's like... just okay. But I feel like um, eventually we will all pay for the things that we know that we shouldn't have done, but that we did it anyway. Mm. I know? mean, me growing up, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. I don't think I've ever told you know you listeners whoever is listening out there hello right um but when i lost my virginity at 16 even before my mom already told me you know um your virginity is like glass once you break it you could you know glue it back together it's never gonna be the same and she always told me to wait till marriage wait for that one person who's gonna love you full wholeheartedly and i never really understood it at that time um and when i lost it at 16 i remember telling her and i was crying when i told her because i'm I'm really close to my mom and we're really open so when i I remember we were sitting in the stairs in front of my house and i vented to her and i explained to her you know i lost my virginity and she was really hurt and from then on i don't know what's happened to me but my faith in god and my love for god like was still there it never changed um but I don't know, I, like what you said, when you're young, you you kind of, you don't really think of what the circumstances yeah, for sure. are going to be for or, sure. you know, what's going to happen after you make this decision. And I wish, I wish I would have waited. I wish it would have been somebody who loved me wholesomely, you know? Yeah, I think the same thing too. Uh, I don't ever like having regrets, mm-hmm. but if I can go back, I would have done things a lot, a lot differently. Mm-hmm. I would have done things a lot differently. I don't like thinking like that. Mm-hmm. Because what has happened has happened, and it's in the past, and you right. can't change any of that. Yeah. But if I could change things, I would. Only because I knew better, and I didn't do better. I it's decided. like, when you know better, you do better. Right, but and then, I knew better, and I decided not to do better. But then, sometimes, it's just... There's there's certain things that you do that, that that you know is bad, but it just feels right. I don't know if that's ever happened to you before, or, like, currently. But, that, but that's the... See, but that's the... That's that's the temptation part mm. because I need Jesus Christ. No, Jesus, the, take the wheel. But the thing is, is that <laughs> all those things, all those things are fun, though. Yeah, that, that's that's the that's the issue. It's not fun, right? Anybody who tells somebody that having sex is bad, even though it feels good, is lying to you, right? Mm. Sex was created by God for a reason. It's mm-hmm. a good thing when done within the right confinements of marriage Mm -hmm. right that's what okay see see listen my mindset was like that before having sex is for procreation that's literally when i came to america my mindset was like but it's also so a spouse can enjoy they uh they can enjoy 
each other. But that's that's the thing. That's a that's kind of like a marital thing where it's you and your partner that's in what, a marriage. That's what the intention was that's, for. That was my mindset growing up. That was but the main intention for it. I lost my virginity and I, I just lost it. Well, <laughs> I completely lost myself. Well, that's what happens. You kind of open up a Pandora box and then that's really hard to close. Mm-hmm. Um, again, because it does feel good because it is great. But a lot of the times, those are the things that we know that we should stay away from. Mm. So I feel like uh, like temptation is a real serious thing. Yeah. And it's funny because when you actively try not to do something, sometimes they'll come in front of you more often. So it's like, that is so true. If you're an alcoholic or you know you have a drinking problem and you're trying to stop for some reason. People are going to be like, shots. Right. Steven, shots. Right. And the people that you hang out with are always drinking mm-hmm. or you find yourself constantly passing by a liquor store mm. and you feel like those things are coming at you and you're speaking to you. Or like when you're single and like a bunch of people start hitting you up trying to like hook up and stuff. Right. And that all mm. has to do with that temptation because the enemy knows what you like. So he's going to do his best to put it in front of you because he wants you to fail. You get me? Like what they say, the devil works hard, but well, you got to work harder. <laughs> he works He works really hard because he's going to put in front of you what he knows that you want. Mm-hmm. He's going to tempt you. So you got to be strong enough, like will, like will and minded. This, and that leads to why, um, why I pray every morning when I wake up in the morning. Like before I leave the mm. house, I always make sure yes, that I have that I, I do too. That, that, that I have God with me. You know, <clears throat> I have like a mini prayer uh, every time I leave you know, to go to that work. I talk to Jesus right. while I'm in the car, while mm-hmm. I'm driving, while I'm listening to worship music because mm-hmm. I can't do it alone. Because if I were tried to do it alone, I would fail. Mm-hmm. But when I know that I have Jesus on my side, I know that I have a support system. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. makes sense? Like, I yeah. personally, I've never done drugs. I've never smoked. That's that's never been my thing or anything like Same that. Same here. I've never tried it. I've been it, surrounded yeah. by it. There have been mm-hmm. moments where I could have tried it, but I always chose not to. But I felt like, I felt like because I had God with me, mm-hmm. he, he, he I, I stayed clear of all those things. Would you want to try more. it one time, though? Before? no. I, like th- weed the, and stuff just no, once no it just that's something that has never interested me and I feel like mm. if I didn't try it back then when I was younger I'm not gonna try it now that I'm older that's like the same thing it with just makes food. no sense it makes no <laughs> with sense him and food if you know Steven right he, that's not what he has with food he knows what he knows he, knows, he likes I'm, what he likes I'm unapologetically myself and I'm just I, I, I know that. who I am yeah. so it's like uh, that's not gonna phase me I could mm-hmm. go to a party and that could be around me and I don't care about it you'll at just all. be like okay here you go they pass it no, on I'm, to you I wouldn't they... care about it at all I right. wouldn't even be around that actually I wouldn't even go if I knew that that was gonna be there because that's why am I gonna associate myself with things like that if I'm not down with something like that you know that's true that'd be doing a disservice to myself and it just makes no sense yeah so what would you say for somebody who's kind of i feel like i've always been connected to the lord like to god and everything like that like i'll go to church every sunday but there are days that you know even if i don't speak to him for a day i feel like something is missing so what would you tell me or anyone who sort of kind well, of lost their way it's very hard for people to understand the concept of the lord and having a real relationship with him and a friendship mm-hmm. because you're not necessarily just picking up the phone and talking to someone where you're hearing their voice like the way we're speaking now mm-hmm. so i think for younger people to get into the church they also have this mindset that they have to change who they are and that they can't mm-hmm. be who they who they are outside and that they mm-hmm. have to be somebody different in church but i mean you you know me and you look at me i am no different than who i am in front of you than mm-hmm. what i am in church who, who well i haven't i haven't seen you but, at church but who you see is what but... you get and and what i'm and my, and what i'm trying to say is that uh, i always say the church is for the broken it's not for the perfect if you go inside the church with the mindset that you're perfect, then you shouldn't be in there. Right. Because everybody that's there on Sunday is dealing with has something. Sinned and, and has definitely sinned. Yeah, and definitely I might not know what the stuff. sins are, but we're all dealing with something. And we mm. all fall short of the feet of Jesus Absolutely. every single day. But God forgives. But the thing is, he like, forgives. What? See, but this is the difference. 
forgiving and then not actively trying to mm. change that uh, it's two different things yeah if i do something bad and i say god forgive me but then i go and do that thing next do week again, yeah. did i really ask for forgiveness for that if i didn't try to stop doing that it wasn't really genuine then. no it wasn't really genuine then yeah. i was just acting off and of you the, lie of, you're technically right. you're lying to yourself so there too. should be change <clears throat> mm-hmm. if you're gonna take that relationship with the lord seriously and you don't want to be who you are currently mm-hmm. or who you were before there needs to be some change now yeah. that change doesn't have to happen in a day or in a week mm-hmm. but there needs to be some change there needs to be something about you that somebody can say hey you know what cheryl you've changed you aren't who you used to be and that's a good thing mm-hmm. because you're not doing the things that you know that you shouldn't do anymore mm-hmm. you know if that makes sense and that's why he's my moral compass I'm right <laughs> sometimes and, and i get it right the aspect of church isn't cool for some people mm-hmm. it's like oh i have to go in there and i have to act a certain way but i have found that to be the complete mm-hmm. opposite yeah. i go i go to my church with ripped up jeans and my sneakers Just and, come to and, be and you. i go comfortable and i right. play the piano and i worship the lord and i don't have anybody telling me this is how you need to dress right or this is how you need to talk Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I, I'm very grateful that my church has always been very open and cool like that. Yeah, everybody's really cool. Everybody has a, a good sense of humor. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 then like you know, I've built a, a second family with my yeah. church family, where that's another support system that I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't have sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where we can pick up the phone and say, "I'm going through something. Please pray for me." And then they yeah. can start a, a chain of phone calls and phone calls and phone yeah, calls. Yeah. Speaking of, um, you know, s- sending messages like that, you he has like a group chat on Instagram. It's called what is it? Oasis. Yeah, it's called Oasis because that's Oasis. the name of the church. I love it because I became of the group recently. I became a part of the group. Well, last year, honestly, and you you say send like yeah, verses. Yeah, I try my best to send. And songs of the weeks and things like that mm-hmm. just to keep people motivated. Again, like I always say, God knows I'm not perfect, but I am trying. And mm-hmm. when I look in the mirror, I do feel proud of myself. And for me, that's good enough. I I'm agree. never going to reach the level where I want to be, mm-hmm. but I can honestly say that I'm not taking steps backwards. Right. A year from now, I can look back and say I'm not who I was a year from now. Mm-hmm. You know, who I am now in 2021 is not who I will be in 2022. There right. is no going back for me. Mm-hmm. I'm progressing and moving forward in my relationship with the Lord, both spiritually, mentally, Amen. emotionally. Amen. You know what I mean? Yes. I and agree. and uh, and th- th- that's who I am. It, it's never going to change. And this is why, like, this is the type of people that you have to surround yourself with. This is why I honestly, like, love being around you. I love talking to you because you not only inspire me to be, like I said, to become a better person, but you motivate me to even dig deeper in in regards to the connection with the lord you know what i'm saying for sure and that's really important especially now more than ever yeah more than ever because things are really bad and this whole world is crazy and you need jesus you do you can't you can't go through a day without god i I personally really do i always tell people man i say you know the the doors of my church are open and Mm -hmm. and come visit we're super inviting Mm -hmm. um you know the music is really good i mean Tell us where it is. So maybe we it's can... in Jersey City. It's downtown. It's mm-hmm. a 39 Wayne Street is the address. It's right. It's right downtown, right by the path where mm-hmm. you would take to go to New York, where the Starbucks is. Yeah, the Dunkin Donuts he and showed me like that, that recently where we walked so downtown very, Jersey very City. Clear. We've yeah. been there. We've been there for more than like 50, 60 years now, mm-hmm. maybe even a little longer. Uh, it's both bilingual, so it's both English and Spanish, which is freaking amazing. So um, there is translation, so nobody has to feel left out. Yeah, there both is English music and Spanish music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so then recently, I'll plug this in. I'm mm-hmm. very big into the sneaker community with my brother and one of our other good friends, Ozzy, who goes to church. Okay. And uh, we had recently started a, 
a clothing brand, a Christian clothing brand. <laughs> no way, you didn't yeah. tell me about that. Yeah, so since that. we're in the sneaker community, it's called Saved Souls. So Souls, that's like, you know, like a sneaker soul, and then Saved. So it saves souls, and then, and then we have a verse that pertains to that to that specific saying wow. about, about being saved, mm-hmm. like your soul. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're we're in the reselling community of sneakers, but wow. we also have a saved souls uh, like clothing wear. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's something that we've been working on, trying to bring like to the community. And, I didn't know you were even working on this. Yeah, trying congratulations. To, trying to push that to the youth, which I think is really dope, and I yeah. really like that name. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, another thing in church. This is uh, just part of the men. We have a, a men group called Fishers of Men. Okay. Where where we meet up and we'll do activities like go fishing or go like paintballing and we'll mm-hmm. do activities like that. And, and it's just super fun because everybody opens up and, you know, we wow. go out to eat and we go to Buffalo Wild Wings and we just have a good time. I have and- yet... You know, we're super like, chill. Listen, I need we're to go. We're super active. Like we we go whitewater rafting every mm-hmm. year, and we always plan events, and we always try to do things together mm-hmm. as a group so we can have fun. It's yeah. not it's not just church, 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 right, church, right, church, right. church. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We we have a lot of fun, and we do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I like so. it because you all believe in like you know you know your values, so you can have fun at the end of the day, but it's still believe in God. Like yes, those are the people know, that you want yourself. Uh, to be I guess a better way to say it is that I know I know where I draw the line. Right. And I know what I won't cross, mm-hmm. you know. But people misconcept that with, oh, so you're not a fun person. It's like, I'm the complete opposite of that. Because <laughs> you know that. Like, yeah, I'm you a very, I'm, I'm a hella fun. Yeah, no, no. But it's easy. like, I don't feel like I need to be intoxicated. Or I don't right. feel like I need to do certain things in order for me to have a great time. So, exactly. I can that's, have a great time. And sober. Not have to do, and, right, sober. <laughs> and not have to do any of those things. Exactly. Um, and I can still I feel, feel proud of myself way. when I go home. Yeah, people are like, oh, you night. don't drink. Or like, oh, you don't want to do this. You want to do that. I'm like, I'm I'm lit. Just smiling right here. Sober as heck. Right, yeah, that's the misconception <laughs> that a lot of people have. Yeah. That they yeah. feel like they need that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never felt like I needed that. I always have a great time. Yeah, that's why we that's why we good together. So it's like, yeah, I, I always know where I draw the line and where I won't cross mm-hmm. and then where I set my boundaries. Right. You know, if I ever felt uncomfortable at a place, I would just leave. Yeah. If yeah. I felt like it was getting a little out of my realm or people were doing mm-hmm. things that maybe I wouldn't feel so comfortable with, you know. Sometimes I'm just a designated driver for my friends. Oh, my God. Me, too. And not, I don't mind well, driving at all. Uh, not all of my friends necessarily share or believe the exact same things that I do, which is fine. Yeah. I don't need... Like, uh, you're not judging them for what they're doing. No, we've been yeah. friends for a long time. I don't need every friend to, to, to go to church and believe what I believe in. That's okay. Yeah. I have really close friendship with people that have never stepped foot into a church. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that we ever talk about. I don't really care. Right. Uh, I spoke to them about God, but I don't pound it down their throat. Yeah. Um, and, and we love each other, and we're like family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So plenty of times I'm just a designated driver where I make sure that everybody else is having a good time, but I also make sure that everybody stays safe yeah. and everybody gets home okay. I don't know. I kind of feel like I have like, I don't know, I guess like the adult in me that I feel like no one's going to take care of my friends like the way I will, like when Aww. we go out. I know, I know so exactly So it's like you, you guys want to drink and you guys want to get effed up and do whatever you want. <laughs> That's awesome. As long as I know that at the end of the day, she's going home okay and right. not with somebody else that's, that's trying to take honestly, advantage of her. I mean, as long as my boy's getting home okay and I know that he's not drunk somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, people always think like I'm the lit one of the group. But honestly, like I'm the mom of the group. Like I want to make sure you're good, right. you're safe. I'm driving you home. You could be lit. Like, you know, like I don't mind being the designated driver right, at right. all. Um, but no, yeah, I really want to thank you for 
coming out. Sure. I mean, it was, this is, this, it's, 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 it's such a, a limited time with all the amount of things that I can there's say. There's just so this, much to talk this about. This really, really, yeah. really go on forever. And exactly. I can get really deep without making yeah. things too complicated, you know? So mm-hmm. No, but honestly, y'all, you know, you heard it here first. You know, if you want to put, you want to tell us all your social media, where would we find you? Oh, he also does pictures, guys. Like, he, tell us about your photography. Like, hello. Well, you didn't mention that. No, so but you have photography to... for a really, really okay, long time. Okay, but nobody now. knows. Like, I know that. But you got to tell the, okay, you gotta tell the I've listeners. I've been doing photography for a really long time now, for a, a lot of years with my uh, business partner, Gabby. And it's something that I love. And we do. Shout out to we Gabby. Do, we do Hi, weddings, Gabby. And we do uh, every other kind of event that you can uh, think of. I don't really have a handle. It's just. He's uh, awesome. No, your Instagram. What do you mean? I guess it's just Steven. It's just my name, Steven G. Rosas. Yeah. So, uh, Adam, check him out on Instagram. Do you still it. have your website? Or it's still under I'm still updating right that. I'm still. Like, but the link is on my Instagram. The so. link is on your Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So, definitely hit him up. Like, he's so awesome. I guess. Your heart is gold. <laughs> I guess. No, not, not you guys. Because I don't know, it's hard. It's, a a lot know. of people could back me up on that. I, I can. But it's I a podcast. It's that. hard to really describe myself or who I am in a couple of no, it's, in a couple of sentences, a couple you know of I mean? minutes. Like you can't. It's very hard. But if you want to ever get to know him, or if you ever want to come back to another episode, we could talk about something different. Um, but yeah, do you want to add anything else to the listeners? If you no, are, that's about you want to say anything else before that's we finish? A, that's about <laughs> it. That's about it. That's it. Are you sure? Really, no, I don't have much to say. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much, Stephen. Again, of course, for, of course, it was my pleasure being my special guest for the week. And thank you so much for listening. Um, if you ever feel comfortable and on getting on a podcast with me, I would love to have a one-on-one conversation with you as well. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys in the next week's podcast. Stay safe, take care, and God bless. Peace. So, see you later.